Welcome to the e-learning and digital classroom podcast brought to you by iDigitalClassroom.com. Whether you are a learner, an instructor, or an online instruction designer, this is the podcast for you to get the latest in e-learning, digital classroom survival tips, remote technology, e-learning best practices, news, and interviews. Hello, I'm Dr. Joy Alata. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. In the last episode, I discussed how to use the netcraft.com and Zenmap tool to gather information about web server configuration for a penetration testing project. In this episode, I will discuss using search engine discovery to gather information for penetration testing. I will also discuss the use of OWASP ZAP tool to discover information about a web application or a website. Using a search engine discovery is another great option for gathering intelligence about a penetration testing target. A search engine discovery can be direct or indirect. The direct method is where the search engine can be used to dig into the indexes and contents from catches of a web application or website. The indirect method is where the sensitive information such as the design and configuration of the website could be assessed by searching about the targets in forums or social media sites or other relevant sites. To proceed with trying to understand how to find out if there is a sensitive design or configuration vulnerability in an application or a website, we will try to use some search engines. As you know, there are many search engines out there, but our limits to using Prom, Beidou, Binge, DuckDuckGo, and Punk Spider. I advise that you try many search engines as well so that you can compare the information from each of them. The number of search engines that you decide to try will be determined by the amount of time you have for the project. So let's try using Google as an example here. Go to www.google.com On the search bar, you will need to type a query for Google to use it to send the information you need. So, for example, you type S-I-T-E colon anywebsite.me so you replace any website.me with the name of the website that you want to target. When you do that, Google will send out information it has about that site. You can also try another phrase, catchy, colon, any website.me. So catchy will be C-A-C-H-E colon. So you replace any website.me with the website's address or URL that you want to target. There are many other search queries that you can use. To get a comprehensive list of other search queries that you can use, go to Wikipedia and search for Google Hacking. You can try this URL, https colon forward slash forward slash en dot wikipedia dot org 
forward slash wiki forward slash google underscore hacking. So in this case, this URL is in English language. You need to access Wikipedia from the language that you use. So you may need to remove the en dot and replace it with the abbreviation for the language you're using. When you access that page, it has so many other search terms that you can use to dig for vulnerabilities in your target application. Even if you don't get the URL address I mentioned here, just go to Google and search for Google Hacking. Select the Wikipedia page of Google Hacking and you see all those search queries. So the search queries results will be able to throw more light on the type of information you need to gather about your target. Dr. Joy continues in a moment. Do you work or learn online? Does your career path require that you communicate and extract data from the web? Do you wonder how to improve web page designs, including web page layout and interactivity? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then I recommend that you consider learning web development. Dr. Joy is giving away a free course on web development. Visit www.idigitalclassroom.com to claim your free offer. This offer is available for a limited time only. Make your claim now and don't forget to subscribe so that we can send you the latest podcasts. The next tool I want to mention here is the use of OWASP Zap. The tool is very comprehensive and easy to use by non-technical people. OWASP Zap is free and vendor neutral, created by a non-profit group of volunteers dedicated to making web applications more secure. Their site is also secure. So the tool is based on a graphic user interface, which is one of the reasons why it's good for learners. To use the tool, you need to download it to your computer and follow the instruction. Just as you would in any other software installation, there is an excellent starting guide at the download page. To use the tool, you need to download it to your computer and follow the instruction, just as you would follow instruction in any other software installation. There is an excellent starting guide at the download page. And I advise that you also download the guide to help you understand the tool better. I'll use passive scanning with the OWASP Zap as an example to show how you can gather intelligent information about a web application on a website. The reason why I recommend passive scanning is because it is considered safe and also performs the scanning in the background while the application continues to run. Remember, you don't want to disrupt the application or destroy it. Passive scanning will not put the application at risk. The opposite of passive scanning is active scanning. Active scanning has the capacity to conduct a real attack on the application, which may in turn put the target application at risk. 
Zap has an intuitive graphic user interface that can make your life easier as a beginner. Zap is not intimidating. With the Zap tool, you do not need to know how to code or be a programmer or a techie to use the basic part of the tool. Try to familiarize yourself with the menu bar, the toolbar, the tree window, the workspace window, the information window, and the footer. This is because all these areas have information you need to know. The starting guide has a detailed guide and graphics that will make it easy for you to follow my description and use the tool. In the workspace window, click on automated scan. It will open up a place for you. In the URL to attack, check the text box. Then enter the full URL of the website. You can see a placeholder showing the format for writing the web address. Follow the format of that placeholder. Then Zap also provides two spiders for crawling web applications. You can use one or both of them. I recommend I use the first one to see the information you will get. Then you can also try to use the second one to check the information. And thirdly, you can use both of them to check the information you will get. Remember, this is more like a research. You're trying to get information, so you need to try the options. After that, click the attack button. The application will start running. Allow it to complete the scan. The length of time it will take to run will be determined by the size of the website. This approach will conduct a passive crawling and scanning of each page of the web application with its spider. After scanning, it is time to check and interpret the results. Remember, it is the report that you need. You can view the report from the information window or you can click on report on the menu bar. Then you select the HTML option to generate the report. The HTML option presents a clean and well-formatted report. After gathering the required intelligence to help you to form an opinion about the, the application, you may need to take remediation action or recommend the remediation action to the project owner. So, and before you can do that, you would have compared all the information you have received from the other sources we discussed earlier on. And then look at document each and every one of them and see the recommended remediative action. Then if it's your site, you will take action on what to do. If it's a project for somebody else, you will inform the project owner that this is what it is. It is also important to know that reconnaissance is highly recommended after an update. Because sometimes when you update a system or update some applications, you realize that some parts of the application may not work well after the update. So it's a good cyber defense strategy to also perform this intelligent gathering to see if the update has revealed something that shouldn't be revealed. When you inspect the reports, you will see very interesting information about the application. 
the OWASP report has very interesting information about the application. The report will display some warning flags. For example, you can see a red flag if there's any high risk vulnerability. You can also see a medium or low risk flag. The flags are important areas to check out what they stand for. The OWASP ZAP2 does a very good job for you such that you do not need much technical experience to jumpstart penetration testing information gathering. I want you to look at it from the point of view of where you have the brains of industry professionals to make a decision for you or to make a suggestion for you. When it shows a red flag, it will be red and without that. And you know what red means. That means there's a danger somewhere. They need to check out. There are also URL addresses for you to learn more about the type of risk and the vulnerability. And then Zap will also have classified it for you. That is why you will see the red meaning real danger as high risk. You see the medium color flag, you see the low risk. Zap will not stop at showing you the problem. It will also show you the remediating action to take, which is another good aspect of it. I think it is very good for anyone to learn about gathering information for a penetration testing project with OWASP Zap. Even if you're not a learner, other industry professionals also use OWASP as a guide, and there's a lot you can learn from it. You don't have to crack any code because it will do the job for you. And then as you progress, you will also learn how to use add-ons to even make it make your report more comprehensive. The tools I mentioned in this podcast are not the only tools that you can use to learn penetration testing or to gather information for penetration testing projects. There are many tools, of which many are also free and many are paid for service. As you progress, you find the tool that best suits your objective and the technical ability you have. In this episode, I discussed options for conducting intelligence gathering for penetration testing using search engines and the OWASP ZAP tool. Do you know other easy-to-use tools that will help learners to conduct intelligence gathering for penetration testing projects? If so, please share it with our community. Thank you for listening. I appreciate your support in keeping this podcast alive. If you need more information about what I discussed today or have something to share with our community, please go to the page for this episode at www.idigitalclassroom.com and leave your comments and suggestions. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, especially if you're a first-time listener, and please rate and review the podcast. We depend on your feedback for improvement. Thank you, and I'll see you next time.